Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Keep my coach's name out of your mouth. We will get to that. The next layer of drama. Oh, baby. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Man, we dive right in. We dive right in. Aaron Rodgers, new Jets quarterback. He responds to Broncos head coach Sean Payton. Sean Payton went scorched earth, was crushing Nathaniel Hackett, crushed the Jets, actually crushed his current team, the Broncos, for how they handled Russell Wilson last year. And uh, Rodgers didn't take, he took exception to it. He didn't take kindly to these comments over here. Crushing Nathaniel Hackett, who's his offensive coordinator with the Jets right now. Here is what Rodgers had to say on NFL+. Plus. I love Nathaniel Hackett, and those comments were very surprising. For a coach to do that to another coach, it made me feel bad that someone who's accomplished a lot in the league is that insecure that they have to take another man down to set themselves up for some sort of easy fall if it doesn't go well for that team this year. Thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. We got words back and forth. Uh, if you missed it, what Sean Payton originally said about Nathaniel Hackett, his coaching job last year with the Broncos, it might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. That's how bad it was. And he talked about the Broncos doing basically the exact opposite of what went down last season. Rodgers didn't like it. He let it be known. 
Look, George, I understand where Rodgers is coming from. And for Sean Payton to go scorched earth the way he did, I can understand why Rodgers would take exception to that. And I like how he laid it out there. I have no problem with what he said. First question is, but did he lie, though? No, he did not. He did. I'm not talking about Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking I know. about Sean, Sean I know. Payton. No, he was telling the truth. Yes, Sean Payton told the truth. The, the only thing I didn't like about Sean Payton's statement, and now, now granted, was, was it over the top for an NFL coach to, to say that about another former uh, coach that he didn't necessarily have a public beef with or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. It, it was a it was a lot. However, though, however, that even in it being a lot, you still you you still were like, okay, it's true. And then and then Sean Payton came back and said, "Well, man, I still had my NBC hat on. That's my bad, Fox, nah, bro. Fox, if you're gonna go Fox? full WWE heel, you gotta own it." You can't then go back and be like, ah, oh, man, listen, I was just still analyst and bro, just, just, just keep it a bean. Just keep it a hundred and be like, I said what I said. Yeah. At that point, if you weren't going to full fledged apologize, then, then you got to go. I said what I said. Right. And listen, Sean Payton regretted it this was his comment following his scorched earth comments right so he does this usa today interview with Jarrett bell he says nathaniel hackett was awful last year i'm paraphrasing then he circled back the next day after this becomes a full-blown story this is what sean payton had to say i had one of those moments where i still had my fox hat on and and not my coaching hat on and uh you know, I said this to the team in the meeting yesterday. We've had a great offseason relative to that, you know, and I've been preaching that message, and here I am, the veteran, you know, stepping in it, and uh, it, was, it was a learning experience for me. It was a mistake, obviously. I needed a little bit more filter. You know, we're past that season last year, and, and you know, I said what I said, and, and obviously I needed it, a little bit more restraint, and uh, I regret that. <laughs> and I regret that. I yeah, like, I'm, I'm not sorry for what I said, though. Yeah. I, I said what I said. Uh, I could use that for my gambling picks gone wrong. You know, if I had, uh, I don't know, complete hypothetical, if I had the Dodgers today. And I regret that, you know. like <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got the... I should have uh, shown, shown a bit more restraint. Yes, yeah, I should have shown a bit more restraint there. I've See, got the Reds for the record. But, but now, I hear I you, find- George. It's one of those deals where... We know how he really feels regardless. So he can spin it and say, hey, I regret that. I should have chosen my words more carefully. I still had my analyst hat on. You know, my bad. That's fine. He can dress it up however he wants. But at the end of the day, Nathaniel Hackett knows exactly how Sean Payton feels about him. Yes, and the job he did. And so he knows how everybody else feels about it too (laughs) because it was shoddy. Now, I will say, though, that I did not have on my bingo card multiple Jets players coming out to defend Nathaniel Hackett. Mm. And it's not that he's not their coach. It's just when do when do players have to come out and defend their coach? It actually goes the other way around. Not Nathaniel Hackett getting 
defended by Aaron Rodgers. He's supposed to defend Aaron Rodgers, mm. not the other way around. Because if you if you have Robert Sala make comments about it, like for um, you know just say oh basically haters going haters gonna hate. Then as a player, I promise you, I'm not commenting on this. I'm not because the because the way the coaching profession works is is that they give their friends jobs, jobs for people who they worked at at other places and, you know, and, and their kids, friends, and their, you know, former teammates and all of that stuff. That's who they give jobs to. Mm. So, and as a player, you are always auditioning for the other 32 team, uh, the other 31 teams in the league. What I'm not going to do is get on here and defend a coach vehemently like that uh-uh, nope, hmm. nope, nada, because uh, I might need one of these other jobs later. So, uh, yeah, I got to look out for me because y'all are always going to look out for you, for you. Yeah, listen, I hear you. It's certainly the exception. It has happened. I couldn't think of it off the top of my head, so I've been digging. It happened after the playoff loss. Remember the Chargers blew that huge lead against Jacksonville, and there were a lot of uh, critics coming after Brandon Staley. Justin Herbert was one of the guys that stood up and had his coaches back. It, it happens from time to time, but you're right. It's the exception. It's the other way around. Typically, it's the head coach supporting the player. Every now and then, you get the player support, supporting the coach. But I hear you, right? Like, <laughs> well, to be fair, coaches change addresses too. <laughs> Brandon Staley might be one of those guys changing addresses if he doesn't mm-hmm. get it done. So, you know, you get some movement that way as well. Absolutely. So, but but it is rare that you see coaches come out and criticize another one because because that business is the good old boys net networking. You don't step on the good old boys like you got to have, you know, either deep enough pockets or deep enough, you know, like goodwill built up generally around the league. But Sean Sean Payton in particular. He's a guy that if this don't work out for him, he'll go right back in the booth. No problem. He's a Super right. Bowl champion. You know, somebody will want him. Fox was like, where was this when you were here? <laughs> because he was very milk toast oh, at Fox. God, he didn't yes. want to rock the boat, and he's looking for another yeah, exactly. job. And- so we- exactly. So where was this when, when we were asking you for it, fam? Yeah. But now the networks are like, okay, if you give us – the head coach version of Sean Payton as a, <laughs> that's an analyst. That's what we want. We that's don't. what we want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but we uh, don't, don't give us want. the analyst version of Sean Payton. That's not the analyst that we want. No. Yeah. You, whoever you, whoever you think you are right now, that's, that's the guy we want. By the way, more wins for which team? Are you going Jets, who are in a loaded division? Or are you going Broncos, who, I mean, listen, Chiefs, Chargers, that, that's not a cakewalk either. But what do you think? Is there a resurgence with Russ? Does it kick into gear with Rodgers matched with the nasty defense? What do you think? Gang green here? Uh, history tells me, right? History tells me that they both could make the playoffs, right? Ooh, okay. I mean, b- because there have to be seven new teams in the playoffs every single year. By the way, if you feel like doing that today, George, that is a nasty exercise. <laughs> like I, I did it the other day. I was filling in for an indie station. Bro, I can, kick the, I, can, I can kick the Bengals out of the playoffs right now. I, I don't Easily. know which is more gross, George, is to f- find the seven that won't 
repeat as playoff teams or find the seven that will be new playoff teams. Both are gross. It's not easy to do either. It really oh, isn't. Oh, it is an exercise in, in pain, bro, because it means that you have to leave off teams that on paper just look so solid. Yeah. But 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 remember, we uh, in, in picking it, we may have already gotten a life raft from the Bengals. Well, hey man, that's the thing. I don't With think Joe it's Burrow. gonna linger. I don't think it's gonna be a big what, deal. What do are you talking about? No. What with the calf strain? Yes. So what what do you think here? Okay, so Zach Taylor, when Joe Burrow first got hurt, first thing is he said is first thing he said immediately after practice, you never know this thing could be day to day. And I was like, day to day, did you see him? That ain't day to day. First thing is, and calves are tough, and it's his right calf, which makes it even more so. And remember, it's not just a calf strain because he already had a sleeve on that calf already Mm -hmm. going into practice. So now, and remember, that one, depending on where it is, this could be – uh, and a Kevin Durant type. Oh quote man, unquote, I was hoping I was hoping you were going to say that. Yeah, yeah. So. so now, so now, 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 let's play a word a word game, okay? No. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Now, had had the Bengals come out and said he would be out a couple of weeks, how long would you think that that would be? What <laughs> What is the minimum and maximum amount of time that that could? Be? Okay, it could be between I'd say two to. Probably four or five. For a couple of weeks? For a couple of weeks. I would say somewhere between two and four, most likely. Okay. See, me, absolutely not. Few means two to, you get two to two and six days. That's it. (laughs) That's Um, it, really? But I'm saying, I'm trying to decode if the team said, that's the question you asked me. If the team were to say that, how long do I think in actuality it would be? So now, now, how about if the team said he'll be out a few weeks? How, how, what, what's the time frame on that to you? So the, you said, what was the first? A couple? Is yes, what you a said? couple of weeks. Okay, now it's a few weeks? Okay, yeah. so, right. I, similar. I don't see much difference between the two. You don't see any difference between no. a couple and a few? No, I don't. Oh, my God. What? We're talking multiple. <laughs> it's multiple either way. No, dude. A couple is between, like, one and and one in no, one not. day. No, it's no, not. Hold, a couple. Hold on, hold it's on, not. It doesn't start with one. It starts listen, with two. Listen, it's in between like one in one day. No, it's not. A couple can't start with one. It Can can't. You, anything over one week, anything over one week and under three weeks. No. So, so, so you get one in one day to two in six days. No. And then when they say <laughs> a few weeks, that gives me three to five. And then from and then from three to five, then we get several. That's several weeks. Several weeks is five or more. Uh, you you are a beauty here. Now I I can't get to the more in depth because I fundamentally disagree. A couple, are you serious? No, Where, serious. Is, is Monty Bolaños at work yet? Okay, if I said, hey hey George, can you give me a couple of bucks? Are you just giving me one dollar? No, it starts no. with a minimum, a minimum of two dollars. Okay. okay, okay. So, or, or it could be like a dollar, a dollar eighty six cents. <laughs> no, a yes. couple of bucks means at Mm-mm. least two dollars. No. No. A couple it's, of weeks it, means Mon- at is, least is two weeks. Is Monty available? Bo Benson, are you there? 
Somebody, we need a <laughs> lifeline around this joint. Somebody with some with some common sense around here. George, couple. Uh, okay, if it's like, hey, we're a couple, does that mean you're just single? Or does that mean you have a partner and there are two of oh, you? Oh, God. Bo, I, I'm just asking. Bo, does a couple mean one? Bo, what, what? How, how long is a couple of weeks to you? Two. Two Thank weeks. You. Thank you. How long is a few weeks? Uh, a few weeks to me is anywhere between five and seven. Ooh. Oh, wow. You're- okay. How many is several? Several is a team trying to hide that their player is going to be out for two or three months. Thank, thank you. Can I jump Thank in here? Look, let's hear it, Iowa. A, a couple, a few, several. They all mean two or more to me. <laughs> oh my god! That's no, that's yes. that's ridiculous. They're all this, they're synonymous. Yes, a is no, two they are no, not synonymous. Two. What is wrong no. with you? They are all few, kissing cousins. A few is just two. You or guys more. never got an A, a on an essay. Two or more. You, by the way, no. Iowa Sam and No never got an A in so, on no, 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 an essay. No. Now, now here's the question: Was my strongest suit is for both? Is it both you, Bo? Go ahead, Bo. What do you is, is a grade one sprain the same as a grade two sprain? Like, there's degrees to everything. Like There, there are, but let's, let's start with this. A couple. That can't be one, right? No. Correct. Okay. Iowa, you with me on that? Yeah. It's okay. more than one. Right. That's But you've said it starts with, it could be one in one mm. day. Or it, a couple it can't of bucks is one. not a dollar 86. That's right. It's at least two. That's right. Okay. Fundamentally wrong. Has to. That, that, that means you need a couple of bucks. That means that you need at least that two. That means I'm, I need, at a bare minimum, multiple dollars. Yes. <laughs> right. So it can't be anything less than two. I, it, but it's, uh, no, I'm saying it's over one. Is, is, is one. is one week in one day over one? Yes, right? But it's not a okay. couple. But it's not a couple. That means that, means that, that that's saying if somebody says he'll be out a couple of weeks and, and, and he comes back in a week and two days, that's still pretty accurate. Okay. I think we're arguing semantics here. Whatever. We're, we're getting you. into the But, but there's a this. big difference between a couple, a few, and several. I don't think so. I think they're all the relatively the same. I, yeah, uh, I think they're yeah. very similar. Hey, we're brought Yellow. to you by Progressive <laughs> Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Okay, we will get to our gross exercise of seven up, seven out trying to figure out seven new playoff teams this season compared to the playoff teams last season. Coming up next, though, we turn our attention to what isn't exactly the Sean Payton-Aaron Rodgers war of words, but it is escalating quickly. We will bring you up to speed on that. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister, live from the TireRack.com studios here on Fox Sports Radio. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Man, George, we've got Colts running back Jonathan Taylor officially requesting a trade from Indy. He met with Colts team owner Jim Ursay. That's where he he requested the trade. And uh, this is wild. This escalated very, very quickly. Where Ursay, just a couple of days ago this week, he put out a tweet where he was talking about the running back situation and hey we've got a negotiated cba things aren't changing we're not switching around the value of franchise tags or <laughs> then obviously that was not the greatest thing that jonathan taylor wanted to hear and then ursay he clarified those comments speaking to espn saying the comment wasn't really directed at jonathan we haven't exchanged any contract numbers with each other or anything like that so it's not like we're in the midst of that and it's like wait ho- hold on so you haven't even offered this guy a contract. That doesn't help things either. And now we get the trade request. What do you make of this whole scenario? <sighs> Whoever is advising Jonathan Taylor, he needs to fire them. Like, why are you demanding a trade at this point in, point in time? Mm-hmm. You're demanding a trade for, for what? You are in a contract year. And you have to play, and you have to play well. Mm-hmm. 
So why are we talking about this, bro? Like, why are we having this discussion? You rushed for 800 yards last year and weren't healthy. What is there to talk about? Mm-hmm. I've heard from a very reliable source that this man wanted, that he wants an extension near $16 million. Oh, he wants McCaffrey money. I, I, listen, it is not going to happen. He could rush for 2,000 yards this year. He's not getting McCaffrey money. It, it's just not in the cards for running backs right now. Yeah. Until you prove that you are a generational talent, like Adrian Peterson, you will not be getting paid like that. Well, and that's where – go ahead. We can argue about whether it's fair, whether it's right, any of that stuff. I'm right. just telling you the reality of the situation. No, I hear you, man. And that's the thing where, look, on one hand, I get that Jonathan Taylor is saying, I want the organization to show that they're valuing me. That's fine. Okay, and you get Ursay's tweet, and there's some history, and he's not getting the contract that he wants, and he gets frustrated, asks for a trade. I do get that. But to your point, George, what other team is going to show him the love? It's just the market as a whole. So even if he goes elsewhere, he's not going to get the deal he's seeking from them either. No, he could be a free agent right now, and he's not going to get and he's not going to get 16 million dollars a year. No, absolutely not. No, es- especially so- like you said, he's not coming off of his 1800 season like two years ago he's coming off his 800 season (laughs) in terms of rushing yards that's a big difference yeah I I I just think that we need to that like players are feeling a little bit more anxious at this moment and that they're trying to find a way but Jonathan Taylor has no leverage he rushed for 800 yards he needs to play well first of all he needs to play so he can get a new contract right Mm-hmm. And then he needs to play well so he can get a, a, a new contract. So he needs to do a – so, like, sitting out or holding out it isn't an option. So what are you just going to do, just sit there and be frustrated all season? Mm-hmm. And th- who can they trade you to that is going to pay you big money? Uh, well, that's the other part is who's going to trade for you? I mean, that's a question. Uh, think I about think this. There are some teams. I that think would there would be, be too, to but J- Jonathan Taylor. But the but the issue is though, they're not going to give him a contract compensation. on top of that. Yeah, it's even with 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 compensation. Is there a running back in the league? Any running back in the league that's worth the first at this point in time? At one point in time, I thought that Derrick Henry would have been. But at this point in time, is there a running back in the league that's worth that's worth a first round pick? Well, not where the market is. No, 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 no. no I'm just saying, just in general, if and you're trading for a player, is there any running back in the league that Brian No would trade for a first round pick? Well, no, because again, it's where the market is. Like that, the market show in terms of value, in terms of production. Yeah, I think you could make that argument. But if I don't have to overspend. Okay. Right? Is there if I, if I can get receiver? you for a third rounder, I'm not going to give you a first rounder. Is there you know? any wide receiver that you would trade a first round pick for? Absolutely. A bunch, right? Yes. Are there any quarterbacks? <laughs> the question is how many <laughs> yes, first exactly. rounders? All right. Yeah. yeah. How, how many would you, are there any tackles that you would trade for a first yes. round pick? Yes. Defensive tackles. 
Defensive tackles, yeah, there'd be a few. Defensive ends. A lot. Linebackers. Uh, like a middle linebacker? Yeah. You might get you might get a one for I mean, I can't remember what like Roquan Smith Fred, went to. Fred went Warner. For, Fred Warner is a stud. Yeah. Um, how about corner? No doubt. It, exactly. There's only like are there any tight ends that you would trade a first round pick for? I mean, Kelsey's up there in age. If he wasn't that old, I mean, look. See, that's get, what, imagine point, if he was on the it's trade. It's only like, like three positions. Yeah. Do you think a team would trade at this age for for Kelsey if he was somehow on the trading block? You think yes. they'd get a first round? Yeah. yeah, they would happily trade for him. I don't know if they would give up a first round pick, but I mean, if you get three three more top tier years out of him, then hell, hell, it was worth it. Yeah, he's uh, he turns thirty four in October. Kelsey. Yeah. He yeah, up but there, these man. dudes have been defying gravity, man. These professional <laughs> well, athletes. But that's yeah. the thing, though, George. Think about this, too. If you look at Jonathan Taylor wanting to be traded, Dalvin Cook is still a free agent. So, I mean, yes. you might like Jonathan Taylor more, and he's younger, but you don't have to trade anything to land Dalvin Cook. That yes. doesn't help Jonathan and Taylor th- out. Think about that. Dalvin Cook... Leonard Fournette, like guys who were productive last year, haven't found homes yet. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott. Now, Ezekiel's in a little bit different spot. Well, actually, he's more in the uh, Fournette spot of like, okay, he's no longer the lead back. Will he play special teams or will he won't play special teams? Like, Cook is still a good back, but like there's no market for it. Yeah, I mean, you you would bring Dalvin Cook on three, four million dollars, maybe. That's about it. Mm-hmm. That's you where I, nobody I, likes Dalvin Cook at eight million dollars right now. No, that's too high. I'd say it's somewhere around six ish. Yeah, because roughly, you can right draft around. a rookie. If you draft the right rookie, you can get the exact same production. Yeah, but that's also Jonathan Taylor. He's set to make four point three million this season. Like, which would a team rather do? Honestly, George, would you rather sign Dalvin Cook to a deal? Let's just call it $5 million, somewhere around there. You don't have to give up anything. You just sign him to a $5 million deal. Or do you trade for Jonathan Taylor? He's on the, you're on the hook for $4.3 million, And you got to give up a draft pick, however high that is. I, there are going to be some teams that say, I, we don't know if Jonathan Taylor is going to be here. Like after this season. So why are we giving up a draft pick if that's the case? That's a fact, Jack. Yeah. Uh, We got more facts being flown right at you by someone that goes by the name of Monsi Bolaños. Facts galore. What do we need to know over here, Where were you, Monsi, when I needed you? I was, I think I was recording something and I would not have agreed with you. <laughs> That's the fact. So I, I came in last minute and I, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I, I a, a couple is more than one. Yes. yes, I said a couple is anything no, more but you than said one, one and less than three. Yeah, no, no, no. It's definitely more than one. There's a, one right. shouldn't even be in the question. It's a bare minimum of uh, two. two. Correct. Yes. Correct. Okay, so how many how how many weeks is a few, Monty? If I heard a few weeks, I would think between three and five. Guys. Thank you. Thank you. And how many is Guys. several? And how many is several? Yeah. More than five. 
Thank you. Uh, what? See, we, well, let's me, just me not get into this again. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, clearly, I missed I missed part of it. So, that's why I'm, I'm catching. So I guess I'm 50-50 on this one. I guess but so. But you at least agree yes. that it starts oh, with a bare minimum of two. 100%. Yes. Okay. I All agree right. with that, too. Yeah. But you, s- I think you said, like, between one and five days no. or something. <laughs> no, I said... <laughs> No, I said one one in one day. Any that that anything more than one week and less than two uh, two weeks and six days qualifies as a couple. That's a lot. No, There's a lot of no, details. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm Exactly. Exactly. Better, better start with the two at the bare minimum. Bare minimum. All right. Speaking about getting paid, Daniil Hunter is getting paid. He and the Vikings have agreed to terms on a one-year deal that can be worth up to $20 million with $17 million guaranteed. So at least he's getting his money. We're going to move on to Major League Baseball. Ellie Dilla Cruz, are you about to hit a home run against the Dodgers? He might. Again, he already hit one earlier today. And Cincinnati is all over the Dodgers in L.A. It is 7-0. Top of the sixth inning and I can't even imagine being at this game it is so hot it is humid over here and you're losing 7-0 I would uh, oh oh I would have been oh so my. mad oh <laughs> yes sitting sitting in the heat in the losing heat and losing the worst. and then hey, paying yo, $30 uh, for a margarita absolutely not I was out in Vegas and it was like I the the worst thing about Vegas honestly is that when it's so hot and the wind is blowing that the wind tears your eyes up because (laughs) the wind is so damn hot. And uh, yeah, but I I was happy, Monty, because the fight was amazing. I, I, I mean, it looked amazing. It did. Uh, does look. that qualify as a flex right there? It, a little bit. Just being in <laughs> Vegas, I was like, man, nah, really. I was there specifically for, for the, the fight. fight. It was right. amazing. Like, I feel yeah, like I we got into flex territory. Yeah, I'm, no, right. Flexing Sundays. It's fine. It's good. No, we're happy for you. We're happy for you that you were watching a fight in the AC in Vegas. We're happy for you. We're happy for yeah, you. Okay. I, I, took, I took my 12-year-old. That's precious. That's precious. Yes. The Giants are beating the Red Sox at home 2-0, bottom of the sixth inning. Mariners still up on the Diamondbacks 3-0, bottom of the fifth inning in Arizona. The Rangers and the Padres are tied at one apiece. The Rangers have gotten some new pitchers. Your Cardinals yeah, have, know. yeah, they're getting rid of everybody. Man. They traded reliever Jordan Hicks to the Blue Jays and left-handed starter Jordan Montgomery and reliever Chris Stratton to the Rangers. But your Cardinals did snap the Cubs' eight-game winning streak today, blanking them 3-0. Oh, they the, beat a bad team. They did, right. but they, hey, won, they, they beat a hot, bad team. They yeah, did. hot bad team. In yeah. fact, the Cubs, they've taken Cody Bellinger off the trade market because they think they have a chance. They were coming into today. They were only three and a half games behind the first place Brewers. They also lost, so maybe that's still the same. And then they were three games out of the final wild card spot in the end. Now coming into today's game, so they're not trading. So do the Cardinals have a shot? No. Ha! <laughs> Just like Notre Dame. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Have they traded several players? Meaning at least two? Monty, is that what uh, they three? Done? Three. Okay. That's, yes. a, that's a few players. <laughs> that means they traded a few players. Stop it. That's right. That's Stop right. Stop it. The Angels, they held on to beat the Blue Jays 3-2 to two in 10 innings. Hunter Renfro was the hero. He hit the two-run homer in the 10th inning. The Braves were the ones who beat the Brewers 8-6. to six. Matt Olson, two homers in the victory, five RBIs total. The Rays with an 8-2 to two victory over the Astros. You know I like that one. The Mets topped the Nationals 5-2. to two. Justin Verlander with the win. Career win number 250. 
50 for Justin Verlander. Maybe his last win as a Met. Maybe. The Pirates rallied to beat the Phillies 6-4 in 10 innings. Josh Palacios, it's his 28th birthday, and it was his first career walk-off. He was the reason the Pirates ended up beating the Phillies. The Marlins came back from behind to beat the Tigers 8-6, and the Guardians blanked the White Sox 5-0. Royals edged the Twins 2-1. And the Cincinnati Reds have scored again. Did Ellie Dilla Cruz hit another home run? No, no. Oh. He struck out. Oh, okay. A little base knock got the run home. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yes, they've scored again. So 8-0 in L.A. in the sun. Back to you guys. Man, you would just be getting more irate. I would be so mad. Struggling. <laughs> I, would, I would be struggling to keep it together. Props to the fans at, just baking in that sun, so though. Baking. Struggling. Stru- and it's 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 humid today in if L.A. We, if we're going to lose, I, 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 honestly, if, <laughs> if I'm going to go to a game and we're going to lose, like, I I don't want to lose, like, Three to two. No, 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 no. So you, I agree, right? You rather, rather just lose. lose. Yeah, yeah. Yes, get get beat, beat up. Yeah. At least let Ellie like do some crazy yes. stuff, and or like Hunter Green at the same mm-hmm. time. Cause I like the kid, and yeah, just. Just just go ahead, lay it on, and then at the end I can be like, oh, you won 20, 26 to 0. Congrats, it's one game. <laughs> right, right. You I was tried, at the game on you Friday. You kept some of them points to, for tomorrow. Right. You're not, no, I hear you because I was at the game on Friday and I stayed till the end because I had hopes that we would pull it off and then we lost by a run. Yep, yep. I did all that coming yeah. back. And then, yeah, with that with that base hit by Freeman mm. uh, that, mm. that scored two. Mm. 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 Yep. I know. See, I was paying attention out I know, there. No, I was there. I was like, all right, I'm going to stay. This, this I, has a chance. I got to get some details on the fight here. <laughs> oh, yes. George, were you there? Were you ringside? Was sweat flying on you? How close were you? <laughs> no, no, no. Sweat sweat was not close enough to fly on me. I did not buy these tickets because my... <laughs> <laughs> no, because because my radio show was out there on um, on Thursday and Friday. So so we were out there. So we were doing some stuff for serious and stuff like that. And then, um, uh, yes. Yeah, so then they gave us tickets to the fight. So did, now this is the main question. Did they hook you up? Or they go cheap over there at Sirius? Were, were you behind a not pole? Put, no, 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 no. The uh, uh, Showtime paid pay for all the stuff. So oh, they pay for okay. Flights, flights, hotel. Look and at then, you. And then you nice. work on Radio Road. I, I was right there next to the Odd Couple. Okay. Uh, well, listen, Broussard and Rob Parker. Aww. I don't know who's the bigger fight fan between the two. Oh, Who they're both big, big fight fans. Big I fight actually fan. came yeah. on the show on Friday. There you go. Yeah, Very we were, nice. yeah, yeah. So, so, so you guys were all there watching the fight together. Yeah, yep. That's great. So, so it was good, man. It oh, was good. Huge I got a chance to see. Uh, oh, listen, I knew the. So I came in and I was expecting Errol Spence to win. Right? You were, yeah. You were yes. going dog in that fight. No, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and then on Thursday when we were at the press conference, I was sitting there and I was talking to my son, and I was like, "Yo." Something I said. Look at Crawford's eyes, bro. So he knows something. And then the way he was talking, I was like, "Oh, th- th- this is a rap." Errol Smith is getting beat on. And then on uh, Friday at the weigh-in, same thing. And and then when they showed uh, during the Pitbull Cruise fight, 
they showed a, a look in into both locker rooms mm-hmm. and uh, Crawford was hit, hitting the bags. Arrow was staring off into space. And then when it came time for the ring walks, Arrow came out first with the um, with the with the guy from Dallas. You know, it was it was cool for the Dallas people. And then the guy from Bud Dallas. Crawford. Who's the guy and, from Dallas? I don't even know his name. And then uh, it, it was a rapper. The Dallas Cowboys. And then was, Eminem. You were like, ah, yes. oh, yeah. And then, and, and then as soon as, but it was so loud in her there. And then all of a sudden as you're, doom, 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 doom. I was like, I was like, is that? I was like, is he thought, walking out to Eminem? Eminem? Okay, okay. I thought Eminem was going to rap, do something. He was hey, just like, Terrence, he did, he Bud, need F and Crawford. And that was it. That he was didn't it need to, bro. He was focused. And then as soon as – if you could have heard how the arena went as soon as M slide slid into the view, uh-huh. it went crazy. Everybody sung the, the lyrics from cover to cover. It was – yeah, he, he had no shot. He had no shot. He hey, was man, swimming in the deep end. Another great man. performance. Uh, Terrence Crawford, 40-0 and 0 with 31 knockouts. <laughs> 11 straight knockouts. 11 He's not straight just knockouts. a great counterpuncher. And he, he really is. This is going to sound like hyperbole, but he's like Mayweather with power, with knock you out power. That's, yeah. that's Terrence Crawford, man. <laughs> Dude is an all timer now. He really is. Absolutely is. You know who else is an all timer? Monsi Bolaños, according to Monsi, right around the corner. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. I'm Brian No. He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. No time to waste. Let's dive right on into this. Great. <laughs> and now it's time for Absolutely not. It's not gonna be pretty. According to Monsi. I love it. All right, according to Monsi, the NBA can learn from MLS? Yep. Yep. Let me tell you why. Okay, so we all know that the NBA has added a stupid, confusing, anticlimactic in-season tournament for the upcoming NBA season. So dumb, so confusing. All the games count towards regular season games, except the championship game. Once your team is eliminated, then you're going to play regular season games on the days that the tournament isn't being played. All of this for money. Boring. The NBA should take notes from MLS. Right now, they are on a month-long break from the regular season and are having their own in-season tournament called called the League's Cup, where they are playing against Mexican soccer clubs. 47 teams total, 77 matches. Every team has to play. It's not an option. And this, these games don't matter towards the regular season. Instead of playing for money, the top three teams, they earn berths to the 2024 CONCACAF Champions Cup. The winner automatically advances to that tournament's round of 16. Brilliant. The tournament actually means something. The NBA could invite teams from Canada, Mexico, overseas teams for a tournament. And then the top, you're going to say, I'm crazy. The top two NBA teams automatically clinch a spot in the playoffs. Then all of a sudden, the the in-season tournament means something. The play-in spots are even more valuable. The stakes have to be high. The games have to matter or else we're all just wasting our time. What are we doing, NBA? So that's less confusing. Way less confusing. You you lost like 90% of American sports fans with that explanation. What are you talking about? That's that's too much for for the people that watch sports in this country. So you mean that the NBA is too confusing? No, I mean like <laughs> the uh, the winners of the tournament get two spots in this tournament here. In a big, in a huge tournament yeah, in soccer. Yeah, you, you've already lost 90% of the people that watch sports in this country. I'm confused. How are you guys confused? 
confused. This I'm not saying means I'm confused. I'm just saying that most of the people that watch sports are confused. The, the, yeah. Fine. The point of this, make the in-season tournament of the NBA actually mean something. And if you win, you automatically make it into the playoffs. According to Monse. Not trading Shohei Otani was the right move. Okay. Last oh. last week, I said I was like a petty owner and I wouldn't want to do it because I wasn't going to help a team, you know, even if it was with prospects. Okay, now let's talk about the business side because now the bottom line, this is a business. So not trading Shohei, the Angels can expect large crowds for the rest of the season, more money in tickets, concessions, parking, merchandise. Even if you think Shohei is going to stay in L.A. but head down the freeway to the Dodgers, the prices between the Angels and the Dodgers, night and day. Night and day. Right business move for the Angels. Oh, cool. According to Monse. You cannot go the speed limit in the fast lane when there's no traffic. Don't do that. That drives me nuts. Why are you going 65 in the fast lane when there's nobody on the freeway? You can go 65. Go all the way to the right. This happened to me this morning and I was going to lose my mind, guys. I can't. Do not do that to me. Don't be that person. Well done, Monse. As always. We'll circle back to a couple of those things. Coming up next, it's one of the grossest off-season exercises ever. Oh, this is a gross, gross exercise, but we will try it on for size NFL style. Coming up, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, George, you mentioned this earlier in the show where we're going to get seven new playoff teams in the NFL. That's what history shows us. Yep. There are going to be seven new ones. That's 50%. Seven out of 14 are going to be brand new. And look, man, this is a gross exercise, George. But we're going to try it on. We're not scared over here. Some of these nope. predictions are going to fail miserably. It is not easy to pinpoint um, these teams. I was, I was pretty damn good last year. I just want to point that out. Okay. All right. We'll see if you can duplicate your success from last year. All right, let's start it off here. If you look at the AFC, who are your playoff teams from last season that will not be playoff teams again this season? That's a tough one right there, but I'm going to go the Cincinnati Bengals. They're out? What, you think this injury is a a big deal here? Uh, Yes, it's Joe Burrow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, well, I, I know it's Joe Burrow. I just don't know how significant the injury is. That's all. Yes. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Okay. And the Dolphins. Okay. You're taking out my Dolphins. All right. And you're, the you're worried Charger- about Tua's? And the Chargers. Yeah. Okay. Chargers as well. Any more <laughs> in the AFC? Nope. Nope. I could I was thinking about the Bills, but like Bills and Bengals, that felt excessive. Yeah. I am going to go. Now here's the thing. Let me preface this. There are crazy things that are going to happen in the NFL every single year. If you think back to last season, up, going in, you would say, okay, we know in the NFC that Tampa with Tom Brady, Green Bay, who is a one seed, and the defending champion Rams they're going to be really good in the NFC. And they all had losing records. Okay, the defending champion Rams were 5-12. and 12. So I say that because if you would have said at the time before last season, oh, all those teams are going to have losing records. Rams are going to win five games. People would have thought you were an idiot. So crazy stuff happens. With that being said, I've got four AFC teams that are out this season. Four? Four of them. Chargers, okay. 
Cincinnati, Jacksonville, and then maybe the most pushback I'll get, the Bills. Bills are out. I don't I don't think so you so you said Bills, Bengals, Jaguars, and who else? Chargers. Chargers. Yep. That's that's not unreasonable. What but but would you have put the Bengals out prior to Joe Burrow's injury? I, I just don't think it's a big deal. I don't. I don't think he's so he you might thought not miss any they, time. Wait, hold up, hold up. Time <laughs> yeah. time the hell out. Okay, so yeah. you th- so in your mind. You think that if Joe Burrow is who's by far the second best quarterback in the in the NFL, that if he starts and finishes the season, that his team would miss the playoffs? Well, I don't know that he's going to play the entire. No, season. No, I'm just asking if if he starts and misses if he starts and finishes the season, is there any range of possibilities that could lead to them missing the playoffs? Absolutely. Absolutely not. You have have lost your damn mind. No, There are top quarterbacks that don't win 13 games every single season. There are no top court. There's no second quarterback, best quarterback in the league that don't make the playoffs. Listen, Drew Brees was around the area that Joe Burrow is in right now in terms of being like a a number two, number three player in the NFL. Well, he ain't number three. He's number two. Well, they were seven and nine, like four or five seasons. Okay, it could happen. It could absolutely happen. If Jamar Chase goes down, if somehow the defense a little bit leakier than expected, there are many ways where even a top-flight quarterback misses the playoffs. Many. No. Yes. Aside from being riddled with injuries, no. Okay. Riddled. Okay, you disagree with the Bengals. That's fine, even though you have the Bengals on your list. No, go to I, the no, no. I, I asked you, I said, did you, were you picking them because of Joe Burrow's injury? You said no, and I was like, no. you're tripping. I'm, I'm picking not because, them because of Joe Burrow's listen, injury. Man, crazy stuff happens in the NFL all of the time. That's a tough division. It's a loaded conference. It wouldn't surprise me at all. If Burrow is upright and they miss the playoffs. I wouldn't wow. be shocked at all. Wow. Yeah. It's the NFL, man. How about the NFC, George? Okay. You got, so four I, te- you got to take four out. Yeah, I was about to say, I owe you four teams. Yep. Buccaneers, gone. Okay. Say- sayonara. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you the... Damn. The, the, uh, I'm going to give you the Giants... Giants are out. Okay. Yep. And I am going to give you the. I, I think I know your next one. The Vikings. Yep. Now what? Seahawks. Yeah. You know, it, I hear you. I can't find seems... a world where. I mean, I mean, I know that San Francisco's quarterback said, but like they win no matter who's back there. So. Um, and the and the Eagles are just tough. And as long as Hurts is healthy, they're going to make the playoffs. But I can see a world where the Vikings miss the playoffs. And the Buccaneers, I don't believe that they have any shot in that division right now with their quarterback play. Uh, the Cowboys keep putting together 10-plus win seasons, so they're going to get in. The Giants, yeah, yeah. I don't think that they're going to be sold on Danny Dimes. Either that or 9-7-1 ain't going to get you in the playoffs this year. That's fair. Now, here's the deal. I'm with you on two of those teams. I've got the Giants out. I've got Tampa out. 
goodness, you are eight and nine with the goat. Where are they going to be with Baker or Kyle Trask? You know what I mean? So I've got the Giants, Tampa. It just seems too safe to go with Vikings or the Seahawks. You might hate me. You might hate me for this, George. But you got to go wild. Something that no one sees coming. Oh, God, you're going to pick the Eagles to miss the playoffs. Okay, no, go I'm up. not. Niners, get out. You're out. They don't get in the playoffs again. That's actually got... not that wild. I mean, okay. if we're being honest. Uh, but I'm Brock, glad you think that. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, right. He's yeah, like, like half hurt, and then you're supposed to – Believe all the Sam Darnold's the greatest thing since sliced bread reports. Right. Come on. Like, that's that's crazy right there. So you've got Brock Purdy, who played well in five regular season games, okay, as a starter. He got the playoff win against Seattle. Yep. And then he's banged up against the Eagles. What do you really know about? You know he's banged up heading into this season. Yep. And then what well, you've got Darnold and Trey Lance in the meantime, if you need them. That is a classic team that has high expectations, George. They're still not over the NFC title game. Anytime Debo Samuel sits down to do an interview, he's talking about the Eagles. It's time to turn the page, man. They you are know? living rent-free, man. Oh, they absolutely are. They're just hung up on the Eagles. I think that's a classic team that if they get off to a, a rough start, a little rocky start, they're that classic case of a team that has high expectations they struggle a little bit, and then they start pressing. I could see that. And in that division, outside of the Arizona Cardinals, that's that's not an easy just walk-through type division. I'm going to take the Niners out. Wow. Yeah. That's a I – don't, I, don't, I don't hate it, though. I'm glad that you don't. I was, ex- I was expecting full-blown hatred from you. This is nice. Okay. So now – we got to get seven non-playoff teams into, into the playoffs. This is gross also. So I need, let's see, three from you in the AFC. Who do you like? Oh, that is, that is easy work right there. Okay, let's hear Easy it. work. Easy. So I, I threw the Bengals out. So somebody's got to win the division, right? Yep. And I'm giving that to the Ravens. Okay. Well, they were already in the playoffs, George. Yeah, I Listen, listen here. No. What? So, so I'm saying that, that, that they're going to be one of the top three seeds. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So I got to replace the Chargers, the Dolphins, and the Bengals, right? That's right. Yep. So give me the Jets. Uh-huh. Okay. The Steelers. Oof. We'll circle back to that. Yep. And the Broncos. In Denver. Okay. Sorry. Sorry for jumping the gun there. I thought you were... You were taking the Ravens as a new playoff team. No, 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 no. no, no, no. You're saying saying they're just going to win the division. I got you. Okay, so uh, Jets, I get it. Rodgers with a nasty defense. Bengals. uh, I'm sorry, Broncos. Russ has a resurgence. Okay, what about the Steelers? What's the argument there? Why do you like them? Uh, Because they don't do anything except for have... uh, have have winning records. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had a winning record that just wasn't <laughs> wasn't good enough to get into the playoffs, you know. But do you think that Kenny Pickett takes a a decent step forward? And yes. that gets him there. Okay. Yes. Hey, maybe. Yes, I do believe that Kenny Pickett will be much improved. Okay, similar to you, I've got the Jets. I do have the Broncos, even though I don't love it, but this yeah. is an exercise that you can't love. You got to find seven new playoff teams. 
And uh, I, I owe you two more. I've got four in the AFC. <laughs> so I'm going Cleveland. All right, Cleveland has a sneaky good roster. They've made some defensive improvements. Deshaun Watson, if that guy reverts back to, you know, Pro Bowl form, which is not outlandish, even in a tough division, I could absolutely see Cleveland sneaking their way into the playoffs. And in the AFC South, I don't know what's with all this Jacksonville love. I love Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback. I know they have a talented roster, but that was a team that was in a Week 18 dogfight with Joshua Dobbs as like the third quarterback or whatever that year. <laughs> he was there for two weeks, and that's a 50-50 ball game. I think it's too much left for Jacksonville. I think Tennessee is in a great spot to surprise some people. I'm going to go with Tennessee to make it and Jacksonville not to. Wow. Jacksonville not being in the playoffs, that's yep. wild, bro. That's wild. You have, hey. in that division, you've gone too far. It's the NFL, man. Wild stuff happens. Yeah, you've gone mad. Like, Wacky stuff I, happens. Listen, this Jacksonville team is much improved. Much improved. Don't be don't be surprised if they end up with one of the top in, in, in between. Well, that that they win that division. Well, I wouldn't or be they're competing at all. for the top or the uh, second seed yeah. in the AFC. Nah, it's too much. Too much Jags love. Like, what you know, huge improvement? Where, where are you we know what at? team nobody's even mentioned or even considered mentioning? With what, AFC? Yes. In terms of what? Doing better or worse? Oh, or just, just as a potential non-playoff team. Even non-playoff the thought team. of it. What, the Chiefs? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's like, no, no, bro. That's, that's not one of the options. <laughs> that, out, of, out of all the teams, out of the 14 teams, no, sorry, sir, there are only 13 available in, the, in this exercise. Because yeah. everybody can miss the – I mean, we mentioned the Eagles. You said the 49ers. And we both thought the Bills could potentially miss or the Bengals – but Kansas City, we didn't even bring them. We didn't even utter their name like they were Valdemir. Yeah, well, there's there are reasons why that, you know, you're <laughs> very are, well aware. There are of. reasons. Hey, man, it's the it would have to take something crazy, right? But again, would, Patrick Mahomes would. Okay, so you said that there's a scenario where Joe Burrow could start the season and finish the season healthy. And not, and they missed the playoffs. Oh is yeah, there, is there a scenario where Patrick Mahomes can start the season <laughs> and finish to play every down of the season, and they miss the playoffs? That's hard to see because he's on just another level than everybody else. Man, totally agree with you there. Yeah. Okay. NFC. By the way, I need one more run from the Reds here, and they've got a position player throwing like fifty mile per hour gas right now. Two outs in the top of the ninth. Joey Votto is batting. Rojas is is pitching over there. And he's just... George. George, I don't know what it is with the Sunday curse. We got to get a run here. Come on, man. It ain't, it ain't happening, pal. <laughs> it ain't happening. God. Okay, I need four new NFC playoff teams. Who you got? Okay, so I kicked out the Vikings, Bucks, Giants, and Seahawks. Yep. Now... See, I, f- I feel like I'm getting done a disservice here, right? 
Uh-huh. Because I was forced to pick seven, and I only really feel like I should have picked six this year, even though it always is seven, because there's an external factor that can't be accounted for, which is Detroit is supposed to make the playoffs this year. However, yep. they got too many players suspended. So, like, that breaks up the the normal, you know, like, like course of events of this whole thing. But anyways, we will we will continue the exercise just for the exercise's sake. Yep. So then somebody's got to win the division. Somebody's got to win the division. So it's either the Packers, the Lions, or the Bears. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with the Packers. So I'm going <sighs> with the I'm going to go with the Packers and the Bears both making the playoffs. Oh, it's so gross, George. Okay. <laughs> I need I need what? Two more the, playoff teams the in the Saints, NFC. Because somebody's got to win that bad division. I hear you there. I don't think that's crazy at all. Yeah, and then the fourth team is? Yep. Oh, God, where, where, do, where do I find a fourth team? There's one that's sitting right there. I just got to go with the it, – no, it's not Washington. No, it's no, not. No, I'm not saying it's <clears> that team. It's not the Carolina Panthers. It could be, but I'm not saying it is. Yeah. Um, the Falcons, no. Mm-hmm. Rams, no. Mm. Actually, actually, I got to give it to the Rams. That, <laughs> I don't think they're going to be able to run, run the football. And Matthew Stafford, he's going to throw like 20 interceptions this year. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with I need three in the NFC. Three new playoff teams. Detroit, Jamison Williams, he's a good receiver, but he's out for six weeks. Okay, and he had one catch that was a touchdown catch last season, and they were knocking on the door of the playoffs. So that doesn't throw me off. All the other dudes are just like bench guys. You know, it, it's not. It doesn't make a big difference. Jamison Williams is the only guy, so I'm not taking the Lions out just because of that. I agree with you on the Saints. You get, uh, you probably get Michael Thomas back, matched matched with Chris Olave. Camara, good defense. Derek Carr, there. I can absolutely see them winning that division. And it's the Rams. You get better health luck with, good Lord, Stafford, Cup, and Aaron Donald. I know they're very young, got a lot of rookies. But to just sneak into the playoffs uh, with better health, absolutely I can see that. People are way too low on the Rams. They want a Super Bowl with better health luck. You know what I mean? So yep. I, I think... If they're blessed with that, uh, they can get there. By the way, Joey Votto came through for me, George. I thought it was a pop-up, hit a nice little gap shot. Double, we got there. I know you're worried about that. Yeah, yeah, it was. I was. I don't know how we made it. <laughs> All right, we got a lot to do. Coming up here, which injury is more significant? That is on the way. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. Here on Fox Sports Radio, we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. And we are one week into our summer of Tire Rack sweepstakes. That means that Fox Sports Radio and TireRack.com are giving away a set of four brand new tires today. Valued it up to $1,500. That is right. Summer of Tire Rack Sweepstakes. A winner will be picked today to win a set of four tires, plus installation, taxes, and fees. Valued it up to $1,500. Enter daily, which gets you a new entry into the contest every single day at foxsportsradio.com. That'll boost your chances to win. And after today's winner, two more winners will have a chance to win through August 27th. That's for a set of four brand new tires. To enter and get rules, visit FoxSportsRadio.com. Sponsored by TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. By the way, before we get to the injury stuff here, George, what blew my mind yesterday, the fight that you were at in Vegas. You back in L.A.? You flew back today? Yes, sir. There you go. Nice. It was this. Compliments of Showtime. Talking about Errol Spence Jr., uh, getting knocked to the canvas. Check this out. To the head and the body. And there's a combination that drops Errol Spence for the first time in his career. That, George, that's the first time he's been knocked down. Yes. <laughs> that is wild to me. Errol Spence Jr. So he Jr. went from never being knocked down to knocked down three times in one fight and beat up. That's right. Like, like he's one of the greatest fighters of this generation. Plus the stoppage, obviously. In the ninth there, right? So he, yes. he got knocked down. What was it, George? The second or the third? Second. Third, second round and then twice in the seventh. Then the stoppage in the ninth. This is how the stoppage sounded on Showtime. And the counter right hook from left to right. Errol Spence on inline skates. And the referee has intervened. Mamma mia. Terrence Bud Crawford has made history. Yep. Crawford now the first man to capture all four belts in at 147 division. pounds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The first time at welterweight, and then the first, and then the second time in, well, the first man to ever do it in two weight division classes. By the way, you know, think about this. 
What's the craziest thing you've seen live? I mean more as a spectator, George. You could talk about being on the field also, but I'm, I'm just thinking of you being there and seeing Terrence Crawford do his thing. Sometimes it's just way different in person Ooh, than when you're I was watching at John, I, I was at the John Jones, Cyril, Cyril Gagne fight this year, though, too. Um, that was that was a good card. Um, the craziest thing I've ever seen live. Just actually, I've never. I, I don't think I've seen any. I I haven't been in the building for like some you know twenty point comeback in the fourth yeah. quarter or something. Something like. No, I haven't been in the, in the actual crowd. I've been watching a lot of them, but never actually you know in attendance where you could feel it happening and where you have that energy recall where you're saying, wow, right. I remember when this shifted like like to where you could hear a pin drop in there or something like that. Sure. I mean it more so based on ability. You know what I mean? Sometimes they say it jumps off the screen. Sometimes it jumps off even more when you're there, when you see either just raw athleticism or something where you're like, holy hell, I can't believe I'm watching this right now. Yeah, how how about you? It's going to sound ridiculous, but one of the first things that I thought of, this is going to sound so stupid, but it's true. One of the things that made me say, wow, I was at a Dallas Cowboys game. They were playing the Bears a long time ago. Romo threw, I think, five picks that game. But before the game started, Jay Cutler, who nobody questioned his arm strength. It was just his decision-making and (laughs) consistency and all that stuff. But... Arm strength-wise, before the game started, George, he was throwing, it must have been 45, 50 yards on a frozen rope. He's just warming up. And I'm like, do you realize how hard it is to do what he's doing while basically yawning? You know what I mean? Like, that was one of the things that just popped into my head of being there in person and seeing something that made me say, wow, it was Jay Cutler's arm strength warming up. It was crazy. Yes, yeah, he he got that. Look at that flick at that wrist. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a wrist flick. And, yeah. yeah. Vic and, did that for sure. Vic with the wrist flick. That was insane. He didn't look like he was putting any effort into throwing it 60, 70 yards. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah, dude. It, the, like, arm, arm talent like that is special. Yeah, yeah. No yeah, doubt about that. Uh, that doesn't just fall out the, you know, like you don't develop that. It's like, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's no makeup for arm strength is what you're telling me, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's no eyeshadow e- for that. Yeah. yeah, it's either like, yes, you can do some things to make it a little bit better. But in general, nah, fam. It, either you were born out of the womb with it. Like, like, and, and I'm talking about special arms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anthony Richardson with the Colts. There was a video from a couple of days ago. He's just flicking it 60 yards. Yeah, like it's nothing. He didn't do any, I mean, of course, his discipline and workout and all that stuff extended it and all those sorts of things. But, you know, you can, your arm either has the ability to throw the ball 70 right. yards or. Or it doesn't. Right. Like but the thing is, you might look like you're throwing the javelin in the Olympics to throw it 60 yards. You know what I mean? you got to put everything into that. These guys are just flicking it. It's crazy. Yep. <laughs> it's insane. It really is. All right. We're going to get to the uh, injury stuff here coming up. First, though, Monsi Bolaños. 
to spin us around the sporting landscape. What's going on, Monty? Yeah, I'm going to spin you around and tell you that the Dodgers just got killed 9-0 by the Reds. Cincinnati is now in first place in the NL Central because the wow. Brewers lost earlier today to the Braves 8-6. But Ellie Dela Cruz, I know. Ellie Dela Cruz went 4-5 four for five at the plate with a home run. He's so good. Dude. He's so good. Dude. And the way he, he runs. like so much fun to watch, I dude. know. And he's the fastest player I've ever seen in my life. How does but, he move so fast? And By he's the like way, six foot ten. I know. What entertains you the most? Is it the speed, the power? I'll tell you, like playing third base and the frozen ropes he mm. throws to mm-hmm. bottom. Oh, yeah. I love that the most, actually. Uh, that's a good one. But watching him run. For me, is like I can't believe what I'm seeing. Yeah, because he just doesn't look like he should be going that fast. He, he <laughs> hits the ball and then he's standing on second base. It's I know. Like he's a teleporter. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, on Friday, he it should have been a double, but he's so fast that he got a triple. Yep. Like yeah. he's just so fast and he is smart. Like you could tell that he, you know, you can't. Some people just like the knowledge of the sport comes a little naturally to you. And for him, I just feel like he knows exactly what's going on around him. Like, he's just so smart. So fun to watch, even though they beat the Dodgers today 9-0. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But going on right now, the Red Sox and the Giants are tied at three apiece. It's the top of the ninth inning. The Mariners are still blanking the Diamondbacks 3-0. Top of the ninth inning in Arizona. And the Padres have retaken the lead over the Rangers. Gary Sanchez, two home runs so far in this game. They're up 4-3, top of the seventh inning. Let's do a little Women's World Cup re- uh, recap of what happened overnight. We were all sleeping. Norway dominated the Philippines 6-0. They've made it to the knockout round. Colombia, 2-1 victory over Germany in the, like, the last extra time. It was very thrilling. Switzerland, New Zealand, they had a scoreless draw. So now Switzerland has advanced to the knockout round. Co-host New Zealand has officially been eliminated. This happened overnight. Are you guys going to talk about Julius Irving's top 10 players of all time? Uh, what's your biggest point there, Monster? I just have it. I have it. I have the sound of him. So I didn't want to take it away if you're going to talk about it. No, go for it. Okay, here you go, fellas. Give me your top ten all time. Oh, there's no order, oh, really. Okay. I, I, I mean, I think Weston Robertson would be in the backcourt. Elton Baylor would be in the front court with Wilt and Bill Russell. The next group of guys would be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, probably... Carl Malone. I, I like even a tiny Archibald. So no Steph. Oh no, he hadn't even played long enough. <laughs> oh. Gotta finish his career. <laughs> Everybody I named in there, their career's finished. That right? is true, that is true, that right. is true. Right. So no Steph, oh, no LeBron, <laughs> no Tim Duncan. Hold on, time out. No time Larry Bird. Hold up. <laughs> nice. It, I, when I saw this earlier, I was like, stop it. And then he's like, Noah, Steph, he hasn't played long enough. He's played 15 I years. How, how much longer? He's long and he's played long enough to get a documentary. Right. Like He's played 15 years. He's the all-time leading three-point shooter in NBA history, playoff and regular season. What more do you want from him to, to, to be like, oh, yeah. And, oh, and uh, LeBron's career isn't long enough? Right, right, right yeah. It, we're going on 21 years. Right. What are we doing here? It, I, Dude, I agree. He didn't name anybody under 60 is what he didn't name. <laughs> he, he didn't name anybody that didn't start playing. Is MJ under 60? Uh, He's like 50-something. Yeah. He's like close. He's close Very to close. 60. It, it, and the fact that he didn't put, like, 
Larry Bird on there, that was just hate. I agree. And 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 uh, he was he was like, I don't fool with none of these hippity hoppity youngsters. <laughs> Michael Jordan. He was Jordan. like, oh no, oh no, his career's not even done yet. Yeah, that answer was silly, but Michael Jordan is 60. <laughs> he hasn't played long enough. What? Kobe? MJ is 60 now? MJ is 60. Yes. He has turned 60. Okay. Yeah. Might be right, Jordan. Point, man. No one under 60. No, no. Okay, back to you guys. Good stuff, Monsi. Yeah. I'm Brian No. He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Who was in the original starting five that he had? He had West, Robertson, Wilt, Russell. Who did I miss? It was, no he's going so fast. Yeah, yeah, so his list uh, is Bill Russell, Wilt, Oscar Robertson, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Kareem, MJ, Magic, Carl Malone, Tiny Archibald. He I said they were Elgin in Baylor. no order. Yeah. That's he had what he Elgin. said. Elgin Baylor. Elgin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I don't I care what, what <laughs> order he put it in. You don't put. Like LeBron on that list, you are you are you are full of the malarkey, my friend. <laughs> That's right. You got him as the goat, though. That's crazy. Listen, you don't even have to have him as that because I can make a case for Michael Jordan and I can make a case for Kobe too. As so, the goat? Yes, yes, yes. Kobe Bean Bryant as the goat. I can make a case for it. What is the case for Kobe as the goat? He literally did everything that Mike did, except for he was better at it. Ooh. He did everything Ooh. better than Mike. Ooh. Yes, he was a better shooter. That's the argument? Be- he was a better shooter, better rebounder, better passer. I mean, what? I mean, and, and, I mean, and aside, aside from that, it's like looking in a mirror. So, yeah. So, yes. And and don't don't give me the Michael Jordan score score more points than him. People started anointing Michael Jordan as the greatest player of all time it, after his second championship, and he only had like seventeen, eighteen thousand points at the time. So I, I can I can make a case for any of those three dudes. Wow, wow. that wow, man! You, you, again, there's so much wrong with this. Is the craziest thing you've said yet. Where you go back to three of Kobe's titles, he wasn't even the Finals MVP. Who, who was MJ Shaq? <laughs> like, who was the guy that was taking oh, oh, finals oh, Scottie, MVPs away? Scotty Pippen, the guy And how many finals MVPs did times? he have? How many finals MVPs for Scotty? He didn't None. need any. He, None. He, 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 he saved Michael enough times all, all, along the way. Oh, really? I don't remember the, uh, the Scotty Pippen hitting the shot over Brian Russell. or What was Scotty's biggest shot made? In any of those, okay, finals. single single shot or like, you see, see when see when Scotty saved the day, it was when Michael was like four for sixteen, and and I, it, it's so crazy how people romanticize Michael Jordan's career. It's it's like it's six years long, and, and I don't want to sound like I'm poo pooing on Mike because Mike is dope. Like he was, I was running around. Sometimes I dream that he is me. But at the same time, like, let's not forget how many times like, that Michael Jordan had zero career playoff wins against Larry Bird in the beginning of his career. That until Scotty came into his own, Michael wouldn't win it. And they forget that he also played with other great players and one of the, if not the greatest coach of all time, Whitfield Jackson, that, that, that as great as he was, there were games where he was absolutely putrid, and Scotty saved the day. 
That's and just how often truth. was that? How often did that happen where MJ just sucked and here comes Scotty? Couple that, times same as again, Scotty. A couple, couple times, times the in the playoffs. It's, it's like it, it is just like uh, Game Six Clay. People, people will be like, "Oh yeah, Clay, Clay came and saved the day for uh, for a Steph." So many, so many times. It's the same way. Every great player has somebody. I mean, LeBron had Kyrie to hit that shot that uh, you know in the uh, finals. Every just just like Michael had Steve Kerr to hit it. Uh, okay, our and trusted John producer. Uh, Bo Benson has something here. Uh, Laker fan. I'm curious where this is going. Yeah. Uh- I, I'm going to have to take George's side here. Um, oh, no. I'm looking at the career accolades here, the career awards. Okay. And uh, Kobe has one thing that Michael Jordan does not have. What's that? Uh, that's an Academy Award. <laughs> so uh, I don't think I don't think Jordan's going to get one of those anytime nope. soon. If that so. sways it, okay. I got yeah, nothing point, on that. Point for okay. Kobe. Point for Kobe on that one. It swings it in his favor. George, like you're look, when you say Kobe did everything better than Jordan, how about win MVP? You know, Jordan's got five regular season to Kobe's one. Jordan's got six oh, finals hold, MVPs hold on, to hold Kobe's on. two. If, hold on. And if how about scoring? If, how about scoring titles? Kobe's got two. Jordan had ten. Uh, Jordan Jordan was also in the beginning of, of his – so, like, all the stuff that Jordan did poorly in the beginning of his career, Kobe did better. Because because Michael Jordan refused to trust his teammates for a very long time, and that's why they weren't winning. He had to change his entire style of, style of play. Uh, Kobe was the 2.0 to Mike. So what and was Shaq to Kobe? Shaq was very important to Kobe. Shaq was 1A to Kobe's 1B. Oh, when they were winning those you three titles, get, you better wash That's your the mouth truth. out with That soap. is why you better Shaq wash was your finals mouth out MVP. with soap. Sha- Brian, Shaq no. was absolutely dominating. You are you are one hundred percent right. Life, and you, but the but you but you know what you've never seen a big man do? Win all by himself. He he needs somebody to dribble the ball and be able to win. win uh, I, he don't take no last second shots. <laughs> he don't take last second shots. That's, that's reserved for that's reserved for guards, reserved for ball handlers. So as dominant as Shaq was, hundred percent, he don't win without with, without a dominant guard. Oh, exactly why he didn't win unless he had Kobe, and then he won when he had Wade. So, Two all timers. Again, how how many times did it come down to that? You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're using something you have to sway this history. No, no, no. You're you're using something that happened what once a couple of times. Uh, meanwhile, you think about the lob to to Shaq against the Blazers, and how many huge buckets did Shaq get? He's there's a reason why he's Finals MVP. All three of those titles. It's, it's not because it was a sham vote. It's because he was dominating at a greater level. And, like, if Kobe hit game winners left and right, then, yeah, he would have been finals MVP. But that never happened. Okay. You. You. Okay. We got to circle back to the uh, injury situation over here. Guys. Uh, which one is greater? You know what? There, there might be some yelling right around the corner. But we'll make it fun. It'll be fun yelling. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. We're live here from the TireRack.com studios on Fox Sports Radio. I apologize for yelling at you. 
I'm Brian No, He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. So we got two major injuries. Well, big names. One major injury, I guess. You've got Joe Burrow going down with the strained calf. You also have Jalen Ramsey, Dolphins cornerback, going down with a torn meniscus. And uh, after surgery, Jalen Ramsey, he might be out until around December, possibly, George. So we all know that the more significant player is Joe Burrow. He's Most people have him as the number two quarterback in the NFL uh, behind Mahomes. So we all know the value he brings to the table. So that's not in question. But in terms of the injuries being different, which is the more significant injury? Is it Jalen Ramsey maybe being out until December? Or is it Joe Burrow who might not even miss week one? Man, listen. What is what kind of question is that? Anytime a quarterback, especially the number, the second best quarterback in the whole league, misses any time, it's more significant than a cornerback. Every but, single but George, time. Until, George, you don't know that he's missing any time. No, he's missing time right now. Okay, I'm saying he's missing we don't training know camp. whether yeah. he's going to miss a game or not. Right. Yes, but that's still significant. Because that means he can't because he can't even practice right now. He will be out several weeks. Several. Do you know how long it is before there how many weeks it is is it before there's an NFL football game? Six from today. Six for the Bengals. Okay. Yeah, for the Bengals. So he may be back for week one. Maybe. He's definitely Maybe. back for week one. Huh? He's not missing any time. He's gonna be there for week one. Okay. It's a All calf right. strain. He strained his calf. Kevin is, Kevin Durant had a strained calf too. That's right, he did. And it How long did he miss? But, but Joe Burrow is not cutting to the rim. <laughs> the, it the, doesn't the way matter. That, He's planting on that foot and then he might as well be planting and going to the rim when 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 big uglies are chasing him and he's got to use all of his might and strength to push to to push off of that that uh that compromised calf. No, that's a legitimate point. That absolutely is. Uh, if it is compromised, it could mushroom into uh, or balloon into something greater. Think about Marino uh, tearing his Achilles, right? Rupturing that. So, yeah, it could turn out. But that's the thing. Could this lead to that? And could this? I'm talking about what is. What is is that there is a torn meniscus involving surgery for Jalen Ramsey. He's out until December. That's what we know. That's what is the case, not what could be the case. So what is the more significant injury? It's Jalen Ramsey. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Totally disagree. All right, coming up next, everybody loves an all-in move until it backfires. Oh, you got to love an aggressive move right up until it greatly backfires. That is on the way. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. George, we got the trade deadline in MLB approaching. The Cardinals are open for business. They're trading away assets left and right. <laughs> They're yep. trading away pitchers. Uh, Jordan Hicks on the move. Jordan Montgomery on the move. They're going to trade you soon. 
they might trade me as a fan soon. It's possible. Everybody except uh, uh, Goldie and hopefully Arenado must go, right? Like, let's keep at least someone. Uh, so you, wait, 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 wait. So you do or do not want Arenado traded? I do not want him traded at all. Do you want Gold, Goldsmith traded? Absolutely not. That's what I'm saying is it's as if the Cardinals are saying everybody but these two must go. <laughs> That's I wouldn't of. be surprised if you see Arenado going, though. There have been a lot of, uh, a lot of talks, a lot of rumors about him maybe going to the Dodgers. But he's staying put as of right now. Someone else who's expected to stay put, George, Shohei Otani. The Angels say, well, we've won a few games in a row. We can't trade this unicorn phenom and be known as, as the organization that traded him. I think it's a mistake. The only way that this actually works out in the Angels' favor is if he resigns. realistically. The only other way would be if you somehow saw the Angels go on this mammoth run and they won it all, which is not going to happen. The only way this works out is if he re-signs, and he's given every indication that's not going to be the case. Yeah, but you got to try, though. Do you? You got to try. Do you? Yes. If you know that your girlfriend is most likely going to say no if you propose, do you just have to try? No, you (laughs) have to try to get better at your relationship. (laughs) There you go, right? Like, yeah. like, why hold so out? That's what, and that's what the Angels are doing. They're trying to get better at their relationship. Okay, they made a couple of moves where they get Giolito over there, and they're buyers now while they're trailing in the wild card race. I mean, really, do you see this realistically working out for the Angels, George? I get, no. like, you got to try. But if you no, don't, don't see it realistically How, working out, however, then why? why? they know today... I mean, they know what is possible, right? Mm-hmm. They know if there's a glimmer of hope. And if I'm them, even if I'm like, so you're saying there's a chance, <laughs> then I'm giving them, I'm giving it that chance. Because Shohei Otani's don't walk through the door every day. I'd have, I'd have bust Trout up out of there, though. He'd have been yeah. gone. I, I just look at it where I get your position and everybody who thinks that, like, but I look at it where you can't let that talent walk away while you get nothing. <laughs> that can't happen either. And that's the more realistic outcome of the two. So it's like if it comes back to that, man, I understand why it would, it would kill you to trade him and you don't want to be known as the organization that traded him. But if... If you have such a small chance of him re-upping with you, you can't take that chance. I'm pro-gambling, George. You know me. Like We talk weekly about, hey, I've got, um, here's an example. I've got a second leg of a parlay, Orioles money line, first five innings against Severino and the Yankees tonight. I like it. I like So I'm pro-gambling, George. This is reckless gambling by the Angels. Reckless. Damn, reckless gambling? Yes, yes. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Because if you believe that your roster is good enough to make a run and win a World Series, you do it. How could they think that? They're not even qualifying for a wild card right now. <laughs> because they're over 500. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're 
What by they're two over. games after losing it? What? what no, no, maybe a, three games. They're only four games back with, you know, fifty-eight games to go. Fifty-five games to. Sorry, fifty-seven games to go. Uh huh. Only four games back. All they all they need to do is win. What forty out of their last fifty-seven games to guarantee they go to the playoffs. <laughs> So forty and seventeen down the stretch, roughly, is what we're Actually, looking at. They don't even need that. They need what's that? Thirty-five and twenty-two. Yeah. So they are. Let's do the the math on all this. They're four games over five hundred. What'd you say? They're four back of a wild yep. card berth. They're four back. I mean, let, let's go optimistic here, okay? Not even uh, sarcastically optimistic. Let's let's go full blown optimism. So you get Mike Trout back in the not-too-distant future. You've been yeah. on a run outside of losing 2-3 against the, the Blue Jays. They've been playing good baseball. So maybe you hit your stride, you get into the playoffs, and then what? Things just start going in your favor even more so? Right? Like, So if you don't win big, if you don't have a deep playoff run, if you don't win a championship your odds are worse of uh, re-upping with Otani. And you're at much greater risk of him walking. Like, I, I Dude, it's just... And think about what you could get for Otani. So it's, you don't want to take a chance in life. You, no, 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 no. That's not true. It's, we'll go back to the poker table. It is well-timed aggression. That, that's way, the way you win at the poker table that's way the way you win in life george you can't be aggressive all the time and i'm not shying away from any aggressive move it's just when the odds are so far against you that doesn't make any sense if you're at the poker table with one out and you're all in you're not smart you're not gonna win big you're gonna lose in the long run so it's hey, if the odds hey, are in your favor, that's when do, you gamble. Do big. two outers hit? Yes or no? They do, but not consistently. Okay. Now, of course, right? Of course. So, so you don't wh- you don't try to hit um uh two two outers regularly? No, right. no, 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 no. But even if this, what is this in your opinion, George? Is this a two outer for the Angels trying to re up with Otani? Yes. It might not be that. It might be a one outer. <laughs> hey, man. Sometimes, sometimes you got to close, close your eyes and pray, man. Man, this is their one-time moment like where you're at the table. One time. Come on. Come on. I need the, the nine of clubs. <laughs> one, time. one time. One time. <laughs> Give me a spade. Give me a spade. Yeah, I just – and you, the other thing that – I don't know if you agree with this, George. This is how I see it. I don't think this is a move that's – super aggressive i think it's more of a fearful move by the angels you might disagree with this but i think and they've let it be known they don't want it to be known as the organization that trades shohei otani they don't want to be known as that so i think this is more fear-based than it is aggressive do you agree with that I think that there could be a little bit of truth to that. See, I look at the home run chase and everything else that that he's just got that if you trade him in the middle of a home run chase, you have where he has a legitimate shot to break the record, you are doing the wrong things. So you wait a minute. Re- rewarded by baseball. By life for doing the right thing. 
<laughs> no, that's not the way it works in sports. You're yes, rewarded by making the smart moves no, that pay no, off in the long haul. You are rewarded by doing the right things. There's no wrong way to do the right thing, and there's no right way to do the wrong thing. Th- that's fine, but we're talking about assets. Like The way you win games is you have talented players on your roster, hopefully many of them especially in an individualized sport like baseball. So like the right move or the, like the nice thing, the good thing of keeping Otani around where there's a, a home run chase and he's trying to break Aaron judges mark set last year. Like that. Okay. That's fine. But what does that get you in the long run? If he leaves, it's like even if he gets there, he six hit 63 this season. What does that get you? If he leaves, uh, it gets you nothing. <laughs> That's right. That's why you have to do everything possible to keep him. Do you realize that that you can't get proper trade value back, right? That's right. It would it, it, it would be different if he still had two or three more years of team control. But that ain't what he got. He's one. Tr- yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they this is he's got weeks left of team control weeks <laughs> right yeah he's got several weeks of team control left so will burrow be healthy or will otani be on the move faster right like <laughs> oh uh, or, or otani, team control yeah oh yeah. oh i'm gonna go burrow will be healthy faster okay yeah i agree with that too but that that's another well, thing where it's yeah but here's the here's the here's the question though okay. will the angel season be over faster or oh. will the uh or will the will yeah burrow be back will, on the practice field yeah uh, no no playing playing oh, playing? i don't, I don't care about no practice practice oh, okay. practice uh burrow's not out for a significant amount of time i don't believe that at all say i say i i hope I, I hope or or I am wishing upon a star that he's not <laughs> out for an extended period. He's trying to calf. You know, let's, let's not make it sound like his his lower limb is going to fall off. You know what I mean? He's fine. He'll be fine. Um, but here's another thing where I can see it being looked at both ways. You're right, George. The trade package would be inferior for, for Shohei Otani, right? Like Shohei Otani is a mammoth rock star. And especially when it could only be a two-month rental, whatever trade package is going to be inferior to Otani. Totally agree with that. But the thing that I look at is, but the trade package, whatever it is, would be superior to nothing. Right? That's the way I look at it. Where, and that's where I think it's fear-based. The Angels are looking at it saying, we're not going to get equal value for Otani we're going to be known as the organization that dealt him. We just we can't uh, fear, 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 fear. That's the best thing they can do for their organization over the long haul. Instead, they're just scratching off a lottery ticket. Like, all right, I got a, a one outer here. Hopefully, it works out. Like, what I, I don't want my organization anyway is is draft picks, aka lottery tickets. Well, you're going to get prospects. It wouldn't just be draft picks. You're not going to get Otani for just you know some big league chew. It's going to be something significant, even if it is just two months. It ain't so, going to be that significant. For the Angels to say, no, no, just not good enough, I guarantee you it will be worlds better than nothing. 
world. Well, any, anything's better than nothing. That's Even exactly if, right. If you're, if, you're, if you're starving, one of your raggedy-ass ta- tacos is probably amazing. <laughs> you know what's on the menu tonight, George? Raggedy tacos. Homemade tacos with Velveeta no, cheese. No, those, there's nothing homemade about those. Those are <laughs> raggedy tacos. They are delicious. They're tremendous. You haven't had one of these yet, have you, George? No, and I won't. You it, know what? I tried your, ta- your tacos, your street tacos, which were tremendous when we were in the studio would years ago. My body would reject that. It wouldn't. It, wouldn't your, it would be pleasing, and uh, your body would be like, more. That's it. More. <laughs> that, that's the way it always unfolds. You don't unfolds. even shred it. I, it, it's in a rectangular or square. Cheese, chunk, cheese yeah, chunks. Cheese chunks. Cheese okay. chunks. Cheese yeah. curds on a taco. All right. Cheese chunks. Good job. Cheese chunks. Tremendous. Hey, we are one week into the summer of Tire Rack sweepstakes. That means that Fox Sports Radio and TireRack.com are giving away a set of four brand new tires today. Today. What movie? Quick, George. Movie trivia. Today. What do you think that is? I don't know what. It's Goodfellas. It's Goodfellas with De Niro, and he's with Maury. Oh, yeah. and the, I need my money today. They're valued at over $1,500 right around there. That's right. A winner will be picked today to win a set of four tires plus installation, plus taxes, plus fees. It's all in the house. It's valued at up to $1,500. Enter daily. That gets you a new entry every single day at FoxSportsRadio.com to boost your chances to win. After today's winner, two more winners will have a chance to win. That's through August 27th. Get your entries in for a set of four brand new tires to enter and get the rules. Visit FoxSportsRadio.com, sponsored by TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We got a lot to do here, George. We got a lot going on. There was a top-shelf tweet in response to you today, I want to get to. And also, is this a significant threat or is it just a bunch of hot air? A significant story that's not getting a ton of attention. We'll hit on that coming up. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian No. He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. By the way, George, what's a song? This is a random question for you. It just popped in my head. Sorry. My mind is a weird place. I just go where it takes me. What's a song that you like that might surprise a lot of people that you like it? It's on your list. Oh, man. I was singing this in a cabin, Las Vegas, because it, um, it came on the radio. And that's Alanis Morissette's Ironic. <laughs> really? An yeah. old man turned 98. He won the lottery and died the next day. It's a black fly in your Chardonnay. It's a death row pardon two minutes too late. And isn't it ironic? I know that. I know that song word for word. Man, I didn't realize that. Very well yeah, done that, by you. That, a lot of people knock that song because a lot of it is not irony, George. Like, it's a free ride. Rain on your wedding day? Rains huh? on wedding days all the time. It's not ironic. No, it's saying it's uh, it, it's ironic that this is supposed to be a perfect day and then it rains. But that's 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 bad expectations. Mr. Play It Safe was afraid to fly. He packed his suitcase and kissed the kids goodbye. He waited his whole damn life to take that flight. And as the plane crashed down, see, I told you. You do know it word for word. You ever do karaoke of that? No, but I but I am though. I'm putting that on my karaoke list because that would surprise the hell out of people. Because I like to do karaoke that either leans into either stereotype leans in, or I like to surprise people. Like like like, damn, he's into that. Yes, yes, yes. Jagged Jagged Little Pill was a great album. Man, okay. Very nice. I do love me some Man Down from Rihanna. That would be mine that you might not expect. Don't, don't even laugh at that. That is a classic song, George. Oh, my God. That is an awesome song. Are you kidding me? You got to know that one, right? Of, co- of you course, You just don't like bro. it? Of you don't course. like Man Down? I, I, I just, it was a little bit unexpected, I will say. <laughs> it's a, do you think that's not a great song? It, it, I mean, it, it's got like a reggae feel to yes. it. Yeah, I guess. I can I, I can see you liking it. Oh, it's a great song. Outstanding I mean, it, song. It's definitely not one of R- R- Rihanna's, I mean, not not one of her 10 best songs. No, but, no not yeah. one of her like mega hits or anything. That's one of my, that's like when we talk about top movies. 
I wouldn't say. Yeah, but say, you basically listen to B-side music anyway, so it's fine. Actually, well, C-side listen, metal music, is so it's fine. certainly underground, you know. Actually, B-side, it's D-side yes. music. It no, is no, on the Settle down, list. George. Now you're getting disrespectful. <laughs> you're getting, it, it, it's on the D-side list. But it's, it's like movies. You might it not say. It never gets invited anywhere. It okay. never gets invited to the big party. But it you might not say, anywhere. hey, this movie is a top five movie of all time. But it might be in your personal top five. Right? It's the same thing with music. I'm not saying Man Down is one of Rihanna's top songs. It's one of my top favorites, George. Yeah. It's not the, a hey, song. That, that's all that matters. That's you it. like it, I love it. There it is. Hey, that's, okay. a, that's a saying that black folks say when they're like, you can be as wrong as you want to be, but that's fine. <laughs> you like it, I love it. Uh, there it is. Yeah, no doubt. Are we need to implement that in the white community while we're at it? I like that. <laughs> Very good one. Can we borrow that, George? Can you lend it to us? Uh, this thing with Damian Lillard. I love this. So this was a memo that came out on Friday. I know you saw this, George. Yeah. You think there's any meat on the bone here? So what happened, the NBA sent out a memo to all 30 teams, and they said about Damian Lillard and his agent, Aaron Goodwin, they said, listen, if you make any more of these comments privately or publicly suggesting that Dame is not going to perform the services called after he's traded to a team, like he could be subject to discipline by the NBA. Love my it. question is, well, what? What kind of discipline? What are they going to throw at Dame if any, they don't adhere to this? Anything that they want to. Like what? There's got to be some serious teeth for this to actually be anything than hot air. Um, see, I think that this is less directed at Dame and more directed at James Harden. Okay. That this is more directed at James Harden, who's done this before and will absolutely threaten to do this. I mean, but but the Harden situation is so lame to me, though. So lame. I know it. I know it. But stay on point with Dame. I know your feelings on Harden. But they're literally putting out Damian Lillard's name, Aaron Goodwin, the agent's name. And you're right. It might. It's not just a Dame thing. It's beyond that. You could include Harden trying to orchestrate a, a move to the Clippers. There are many players, you know, more than just these two that have tried to get to one specific destination. So it has, to your point, more to do with just Dame. But if it's specifically talking about Dame, what are they going to do? And and really, ask yourself this. Oh, suspension. Suspension. For what? For how long? I give give them a hot 10. A hot 10. (laughs) I'll put it this way. I would take a hot 10 games, and whatever the punishment is, if that's truly the place he wants to be. If he wants to be in Miami, if that's the spot for him and he identifies with Heat culture and Jimmy Butler and Bam or his guys, it's still worth it at the end of the day. I don't think there's a punishment that the NBA is realistically going to hand down to Dame that would make him say, oh, well, in that case, that no, I'm I'm taking Miami off my list. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't think there would be a punishment that severe that would cause him to reverse course. I don't see it. Now, now I do believe that like that Dame would not actually do it. I think that they were threatening this to mm-hmm. try to right 
as a as a leverage play. I'm totally with you. If he got traded to the Sixers, he would grind like he always does. Yep. There's no way he's dogging it and pouting on the court. He's not no. built like that. No. No way. Yeah. But at the same time, though, just the threat of it is yeah. not okay. And you, as the league, you have to put your foot down because you're like, Harden already did it. We didn't do a damn thing. So now we letting everybody know before Harden does it again. Right. But that I think, you will yeah. be subject to, you know, three, five, a three to five game suspension because that's, that's enough to hit you in the pocket. That's worse than getting fined $250,000. Well, I think these for, are for some of these dudes. I think these are two hollow threats. Like the first part, Dame saying, yeah, I'm going to be upset, or his agent saying Dame's going to be upset if he's traded anywhere but Miami. He's still going to go out there and ball out no matter where he goes. That's just that's the way he's built. So I think that is a hollow throw. You're going to have an unhappy player, meaning what? It might even be better. He goes out with some edge if <laughs> some other team traded for him. So I think that's a hollow threat. I also think it's a hollow threat with the NBA. All Dame and his agent have to do is not say anything publicly or privately about, no, seriously, he's going to be ticked. Don't trade for him. All they have to do is not do that, and they're good. And even if they did do that, I don't think the NBA would do anything that's really significant. I just don't. I think it's a bunch of talk. Nope. They absolutely will. I don't think it's going to come to that, though. I don't think that they're going to, you know, speed through that stop sign. You know, this is the third base coach saying, stop. I don't think Dame is <laughs> right. And his agent are like, yeah, we can score. We're rolling, rolling right. Oh, please do it. I, I, I want to see. I want to see somebody do it. I <laughs> do not believe anybody's going to do that. Yeah. Well, hey, man, uh, the word is already out. You know, these teams know where Dame wants to go. And we'll see how that unfolds. We got a couple of tweets we got to get to around the corner, George. We've got Monsi Bolaños as well. We are packed to the gills in a good way. What's going on, Monsi? Well, the Orioles are on fire. It's only the bottom of the first inning. They're hosting the Yankees. Adam Frazier just extended their lead with a three-run homer. It is 6-0. Luis Severino just is not having a good game. I can cash this parlay right now. You kidding me? Yeah. Orioles, money line, first five innings. It is a done deal. It's a done deal. And the Yankees clearly aren't taking this game seriously because Aaron Judge isn't even in the lineup. So what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? Just call it then. Stop yeah, pretending. We're just being uh, precautious with the toe. No, he just he just came back. And it, also, you've got to play him. You're trying to get into the playoffs. You're trying to play in October. You've got to play him. I bet you he said I'm good. And they're like, no. So, no, no, no. Bad decision. Orioles all over the Yankees 6-0. Bottom of the first inning. It's the only game left. So, a little recap of what's happened today. The Angels, they held on to beat the Blue Jays 3-2 in 10 innings. Thanks to Hunter Renfro, who had the go-ahead two-run homer in the 10th inning. The Reds dominated the Dodgers 9-0. Cincinnati is now in first place in the end. El Central because the Braves outscored the Brewers 8-6. Matt Olson homer twice, had five RBIs in the victory. Rays with an 8-2 victory over the Astros. You know I like that one. The Cardinals snapped the Cubs' eight-game winning streak, blanking them 3-0, and the Cubs announced earlier today that Cody Bellinger is off the trade market. He is a soon-to-be free agent. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, you know what? Go for it, Cubs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what the yeah, exactly. You see what the Cubs are doing, Yankees. That should, that's what you should be doing. Putting Aaron Judge <laughs> in the lineup. Exactly. exactly. They got to re up with. They got a better chance to re sign Bellinger than the Angels do with Otani. That's the thing. <laughs> Still with that. Still with that one. But yes. I, they got to try. Again, they got to try. I'm with George on that one. Mets, they topped the Nationals 5-2. to two. Justin Verlander with his career win number 250. He was asked about his no trade clause, and his comment was, I'm committed to try and win a championship here, but if the organization decides that that's not the direction that's best fit for next year, I'd be open to it. So, that was after today's game. Pirates rallied to beat the Phillies 6-4 in 10 innings. Uh, Halfway through this game, Philly fans were really upset on Twitter. Or X is now what it's called, I guess. No, it's Twitter. Oh, it's so bad. Yes, because their starter, Christopher. I I, I can't. Well, earlier today, we were talking about, like, tweeting. And I was like, so what, am I Xing? What am I? What am I doing now? They am I that, tweeting bit, on X? That's the thing you on are, their website. They explained it. You are instead X-ing. of yeah. instead of a tweet like T W, <laughs> yeah. it's an X like X. E-E-T. It's the dumbest thing I've it's ever heard. It's so of. stupid. So stupid. But Phillies fans were mad in this game before it even ended because their starter, Christopher Sanchez, threw five no-hit innings, only had 73 pitches, and was pulled after the fifth inning. Why? Damn. Like, why? And then um, That they- is absolutely something that Dave Roberts would do. <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, rude and accurate, all at the same time. The Marlins came back from behind the to beat the Tigers eight six. Guardians blanked the White Sox five zero. Royals edged the Twins two to one. So because of that, Cleveland is now just half a game back of the Twins in the AL Central. Pa- Padres held on to beat the Rangers five three. Was the final score? Gary Sanchez homered twice in the victory. The Mariners blanked the Diamondbacks four zero. And the Giants Red Sox game is finally over. Jock Peterson with an RBI single in the 11th inning gave the Giants a 4-3 victory. In the NFL, Seahawks running backs Kenneth Walker III has a groin injury and could Mm. be out a while. And their rookie running back, Zach Charbonnet, has a shoulder injury and is out indefinitely. He's Mm. getting checked by doctors today. Earlier today was a Vikings and pass rusher, Daniil Hunter, who agreed to terms on a one-year deal that can be worth up to $20 million, with $17 million guaranteed. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, they signed veteran free agent linebacker, Quan Alexander to a one-year deal. This was earlier today as well. Ooh, what a busy day. Back to you guys. The Orioles scored again, 7-0. There we Bottom go. Bottom of the first inning. There we go. Is Severino <laughs> going to make it out of the first? No, I, I mean, listen, this is when you take him out. This is a, a good time to take him out. Not when somebody's pitching five innings, no hits, and then only <laughs> 73 pitches and you take him out. Why? I, I'm scared because to even he was ask coming this. Up in the, he was coming up against the lineup for the third time. <laughs> Oh, I hate that. I hate that reasoning. Um, By the way, I'm scared to ask this, George, but Monsi mentioned in her update a couple of words right there. A while and indefinitely. So we had this early in the show. How long do you think a while (laughs) means, George? Uh, If if he says, if they say a player is going to be out for a while. With a groin injury. Ooh, that's... That's several weeks. <laughs> okay, well, a, a while, a while, and several are yeah. Okay, and what's your your gut feeling of several or a while? What's the time oh, span there? Uh, several is more than five weeks. More than five weeks. Yeah, and you think the same thing about a while? Yeah, yeah. Okay. A, a, yeah. a while, a while can be anywhere from like 
like that's somewhere in between a few and several. So like so like four <laughs> around a month. Around a month. How hey, about indefinitely? Hey, but, what, what what what's indefinitely then? Indefinitely can mean Anything. It, it can be. I mean, we've seen players suspended indefinitely for two for two days, all the way up right. to like a year. So, Wait a minute. so indefinitely could be less than a couple. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You. It's literally indefinite. There is no right. definite. So, so uh, let me give you the range of times. Okay. okay. There is a couple. <laughs> then a down. few. There, there, there's a couple, which yep. is two. Okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Anywhere in between. Anywhere in between one and one no, day. No, and two. no, no. It's got to start with one two. and one day. So no, no, that's no, no, more no, than no, one. No, no, you're screwing it up. It's no, at least two. Listen, no, it's more than one. Uh, no, it, it's at least two. That's a couple. At least it's two. the second week. No, it's the second week. <laughs> so, so, it's so anything start with more. Two. Hold on. It's got to Any, start with two. Anything more than one week is, is the second week, correct? You have to start with. Two, the second oh week. It has to be uh, a bare minimum. Yes, that's what weeks. I said. It, <laughs> no, so it didn't. has to be. You say a one, week and a day. Uh, that's what I said. A week and a day. That That's more than one week. Yes, I'm telling, but that's not a couple. I'm telling you. Yes, that is. No. So I'm telling you that that being that if somebody says a couple of weeks, <laughs> that a player will be out a couple of weeks. To me, that means anything more than one week. Ugh. To two weeks and six days, and then a few, three weeks to five weeks. Okay. Several. And then a several, yeah. Five or more. Five, five plus, same thing as a while, right? Uh, yeah, a while, a while kind of sl- slides back down to like four weeks. It's, a, it's an interchangeable <laughs> word with several almost. <laughs> and then you have in, in, indefinitely. Indefinitely to me typically means that you're going to be out more than a month, but it could mean potentially right. shorter. And totally. then there is one term that that is even greater than indefinitely. Like if like if you say a player is suspended or out indefinitely, then there, there's only one term that can mean more than that if you first hear it. Uh. Lay it on us. For the foreseeable future. For the foreseeable future. Okay. Hmm. Yes, if somebody says, yeah, man, he got out hurt, he's going to be out for the, for the foreseeable future. Mm. Yeah. How Listen, long does that sound to you? That sounds like a long time. That sounds like that long. could be permanent. Yeah, that sounds bad. Um, Listen, you're completely on point with indefinitely. Completely on point. Where it literally could mean anything. Like, suspensions, that's a great one because it could mean a game, as it turns out, right? Yep. Uh, injuries, it typically means longer. You, like, as on point as you are with indefinitely, that's how wrong you are about a couple because it's two at a minimum. Has to be. This is a great tweet. George checked in and said, tell George to lend me a couple hundred bucks. I'll pay him back 112. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Nah. You pay me what you took plus plus the 30% I'm charging. But according to you, a couple is a little over one. So he's paying you back what your definition of a couple hundred dollars is. Actually, no. No. If, if he borrow, what whatever you borrow is what you pay back plus, plus the VIG. You charge the VIG? 
You charge an interest? Hell yeah. Say no. Say no charity event. You borrow money. There, 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 there is. It costs. Wait, it, wait, it wait. Costs what's the standard? What's money? the standard George Reister vig? If I said George, float me five hundred bucks, please. I'm good for it. What are you charging me to do that? Five hundred bucks? Nah, nah. I ain't gonna charge you for that. But okay. But anything over a thousand, I'm gonna need like I'm gonna need at least fifteen percent up out you. Fifteen <laughs> percent. You're a loan shark. Goodness. Oh, and don't and don't get to five 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 figures. <laughs> that's that's twenty twenty to twenty five percent. That's leg breaking territory, buddy. <laughs> All right, we got a lot to do. Coming up next, uh, the craziest thing you've witnessed, George. And then also, would this guy make a difference? A couple of quickies we got to get to, but it'll be uh, tremendous stuff. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Into his windup, and he cuts it loose. And this ball is smashed deep to right field, way out of here. 4 nothing Reds for Ellie De La Cruz, his seventh home run. The 2-2, strike three called, got him looking. Down on strikes, Muncie, as he watches a fastball over the inside corner at the knees, and that's it. Reds win it. 9 to nothing over the Dodgers this afternoon at Dodger Stadium. I'm Brian No, He's George Reister here on Fox Sports Radio. That was the progressive play of the day, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. That was WLW 700 Reds Radio Network. Ellie De La Cruz doing damage and doing it in style, George. They had a big day, and uh, the Reds beat the Dodgers 9-0. It's funny, <laughs> you made that comment about Dave Roberts. We'll have a tendency to pull pitchers early. How about Michael Grove, who threw 96 pitches today while giving up eight earned runs? So he's getting <laughs> shelled, and they're like, just keep pitching. Just keep pitching. That's, that's exactly the, pro, the, the that frustrates Dodgers fans. And then it'll be Kershaw with a perfect game through six, and he'll yeah. be like, I got to pull him. Nah, we got to yank him. Got to yank him, though. How about this? We were talking about Jonathan Taylor, the Colts running back who has requested a trade. Do you think that he would make a difference if he were traded to, say, the Bills or a team like the Dolphins? Do you think he could the make Bills? a big difference? Absolutely not. No. No difference. No and difference. It's not, and it has nothing to do. You could put Barry Sanders on the, on the Bills. It wouldn't help the Bills. It's really? It's their, it's their offense and philosophy. Up, and I'm talking about pre this year because I know that they're trying to change it. So all we can speak about is about what's in the can already. It doesn't matter who you put there at running back. They haven't done a good job of, of scheming people to be able to run the ball. I, every time it's the running backs. It's whoever is back there. Mm-hmm. But nobody has had success. Good coaching and good scheming can uh, can can have Isaiah Pacheco, whoever uh, Jeff Wilson or whoever else has been in San Francisco's running back stable for the yeah, past yeah. three, four years, Matt Breedy and everybody else. I mean, in Minnesota, whoever you put in there, and 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 I know really? that that Dalvin Cook was yeah. special for yeah. a while. But I'm, but I'm saying that, I mean, even 
um, Alexander Madison and whoever else has been back there. Look, man, there's something to what you're saying, for sure. Think about the Lions. The Lions have a great offensive blocking scheme philosophy now with Dan Campbell. I'm not sucking up to Chris Perfett, our technical producer right now with this uh, Lions talk here. But you're right. The scheme matters a lot. I would look to the Bills and say, who have they had that's really a special back? Do you think Devin Singletary, who I don't even know where he's at right now. You don't now need with the a Bills. special back to, 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 to be productive. The right, Bills but, backs aren't even regularly productive. But that's what I'm saying is, like, Jonathan Taylor is a really good back. Devin Singletary is with Houston now. Do you think he's going to crush it? Like, who have they had that's truly special, you know? You don't need anybody special. That That's the point, is that you don't need a special running back. Okay, how about this? The Dolphins, you like their scheme? Mike McDaniel, you know, former assistant with Kyle Shanahan of the Niners. Yes. What if Jonathan Taylor went to the Dolphins? Could he make a difference? Um, not very much more than what they got over there already. It's the way really? running backs are. Yeah, Dante Foreman in Carolina, Raheem Mostert in Miami. Yeah, I mean they both had more yards than Jonathan Taylor last year. I know that that he was hurt, but I'm saying Tyler Algiers, perfect. He's given you 1,800 with the Colts, and that offensive line looked a lot worse last that was a long season. Long time so, ago, uh, it was two years ago. Two years, yeah, exactly. By the way, George, a long time ago. What's the craziest training camp fight you participated in or witnessed? That's a terrible question to ask you with 10 seconds to go. Yes, it is. (laughs) Were you in it or was it somebody else? I was in it. You were in it? We got to get the story next week, man. That is a cliffhanger. That's a tease for a week ahead. Beautiful. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 